This is the show where we pair the perfect beverage with the events in our lives. This is Let's Drink About It. Welcome to Let's Drink About It, the show where we proceed from the premise that every life event can be paired with a cocktail perfectly. Uh, I'm your host, Benjamin R. Harrison. I'm your host, Chris Bowman. And uh, with us this week is uh, Julie Sabatier from rendered the podcast formerly known as destination diy excellent, Hi. excellent show currently currently on maximumfun.org's uh max fun week so you should uh you should donate now yes, is please t- remember us when you donate <laughs> now is the time indeed um yeah so i guess uh how do you describe rendered to people that haven't haven't heard about it well, I say that it's about making meaning and breaking rules. What does that mean? Um, <laughs> it, it's about making stuff, but it's also about like what happens when you make stuff. Right. Um, and, and not just stuff, but ideas. And um, it's sort of about people who are interested in creativity in one way or another. Um, and maybe thinking outside the box a little bit, maybe being a little subversive. And um, somebody described it uh, in one of our iTunes reviews as... Um, sort of along the lines of a podcast like 99% Invisible, but about making. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, I took that as a huge compliment. That, I'm not yeah. sure I would describe that it that way. That works for me. I mean, I, I, I do think that you, I mean, and you just did a, an episode of 99% Invisible, so. Yes, we did a collaboration for actually the first official episode under our new name rendered was a collaboration, like a joint episode. With Coming with that collabo. Invisible. It was nice, pretty cool. Nice yeah, start. And we cooked that up before the name change even like was a, a glint in my eye. It was um, uh, Roman Mars and me over drinks at the um, Third Coast Conference, and I was just telling him about the carpet, and he was like, oh, my God, we have to do this. It <laughs> writes itself. <laughs> so how does that and work? And he was right. When I sat down to write the script, I was like, oh, my God, it does. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's, a rare, that's a rare thing. It is. Um, how, how does that work? Like, you know, with the, the collaboration, it appears on both shows then? Yeah. So okay. the intro was a little bit different. Uh, on my show, he doesn't say, uh, this is 99% Visible, I'm Roman Mars. Of, of course, <laughs> um, of course, yeah. <laughs> instead, there was a little intro on my show, and then I basically just kind of, it's, it's basically the same him. after that. And yeah. then um, we sort of co-hosted the episode, because that's kind of his style, um, to have like the reporter mm-hmm. and the host in the story at the same time. Um, mm-hmm. And so then the credits were different on my show, too, because obviously yeah. we're not sponsored by their sponsors and such. <laughs> You didn't um, get you didn't get that that mail kimp money. Yeah, we don't have those like <laughs> you know cute little kids who we can record yeah. saying stuff at the end. <laughs> um, you could get one of your cats to squeak a squeak a uh, a cute something. My cats have appeared on the show. It's true. <laughs> Julia was uh, uh, when I when I first came over, she was like, I, f- I forgot to mention there's two cats here. <laughs> I was like, I was I'm like, always I hope so excited. You're not allergic to cats. Yeah, the uh, the house that we're renting in Tacoma uh, has two cats that live next door to it, and one of them has made friends with me, but the other one uh, likes to stay <laughs> stay out of away uh, out stay of petting away. distance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I predict that at some point, um, Roxy will be in here yelling at us. <laughs> most well, likely, uh, most likely on the keyboard of your computer. I'm sure. Well, totally. stay, stay tuned, listeners. There's only one way to find out if it happens. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I was listening to the um, Teen Inventors. Was it Teen Inventors? Is that the name of the episode? Yes. That's yeah. the one where the cats are in it. Well, that, that so I'm about halfway through that episode, and it got me thinking about how, like, I often think about the people that 
uh, around me and how um, I envy them so much. And and then I, I was listening to these teenagers talking about inventions that like, you know, even as you say, like he did his best to describe or explain to you uh, the one boy, what he was talking about. And even then, like I'd have to slow it down and listen to it three times to actually fully <laughs> grasp what he's talking about. But I, it, it was interesting. I don't know if in your research, did you hear about the girl from Vancouver that invented the flashlight that could harvest the energy from the heat of your hand? Have you heard about that? No, oh my God. I didn't. She's 15 years old. I think it was two years ago oh. now. But she won some sort of comp- like Google Prize or something. But these kids, I don't know. Amazing. It's amazing. Countdown yeah, to was... that being a public radio pledge gift. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. To... yeah. <laughs> Wait, does the Max Fun Drive have those this year? I don't know. I, I think... Um, uh, yeah, those kids were really, it was humbling to meet them and interview them, especially Harsha, um, the kid you were just talking yeah. about, who's, I think I said on the show, like, even though he explained it to me, I, it still sounds like magic, basically, yep. <laughs> what his contraption was able to do. And he was basically recreating something that Harvard engineers had done in a lab. And he just was like, read about it on Reddit and was like, that sounds cool. I think I'd like to make one of those and just kind of figured it out and I, I'm not going to even try to explain it to yeah. you. The Teen Inventors episode, if you want to be humbled yeah. and also entertained and hear cat noises, yeah. you should listen to that show. Yeah, you want to be humbled. Listen to that. Um, that. That's your homework for this week, listener. That's it. Chris, what's happening in your life this, uh, this uh, oh, week? Oh, well, I mean, I think I explained it to you or pitched it to you, Ben, that... Uh, I'm trying to, like, I'm going to start a health kick or, like, going to get healthy. But I think it's more than yeah. starting a health kick. It's, like, I'm ending <laughs> being unhealthy, I think, is maybe more oh. accurate. But uh, I just... Do, those Both of those things are fundamentally incompatible with our cocktail podcast, by the <laughs> yeah, way. Yeah, I know. Well, it, I, <laughs> the irony was not lost on me, that's for sure. Uh, uh, and uh, how about you, Julie? This week, um, we are still getting used to the new name of the show. It is rendered. It used to be Destination DIY. It was Destination <laughs> DIY for years. And actually, earlier this week, the beginning of this week, I was describing our new episode to somebody, and I said, "And for Destination DIY, I mean rendered, <laughs> rendered. I know the name of my own show. Still I really on do. the tip of your tongue." But we got our new business cards this week, and I'm thrilled. And we're getting our stickers soon, and um, it's awesome. really exciting. And and what I hoped would happen seems to be happening, which is that like people are sort of mistaking us for a new show that like yeah. happens to have its shit together because we've actually been doing this for almost a decade. Well, we'll see how that pairs with your cocktail. <laughs> we'll see. In just a minute. Uh, ben, how about you? What's what's going on? One of the weird things about my uh, temporary Tacoma live-in lifestyle is that I'm living in a house that has cable television. Wow. That I, which is not something I'm used to. <laughs> <laughs> Julie, for you this week, uh, you're going to be drinking a cocktail called Curb Appeal. Uh, This is two ounces of Amontillado Sherry, three-quarter ounces of dry gin, three-quarter ounces of a mixed berry shrub. I'm substituting a pomegranate shrub, and one ounce of club soda. So we're going to combine the sherry, gin, and shrub in a rocks glass over ice and then give it a gentle stir and top with the soda and stir one more time to combine and garnish with an orange peel. Excellent. Whoa. Uh, ben. I look forward to that. <laughs> ben, yes. you're going to be drinking um, an old-fashioned. 
something we haven't done on this show, as far as I can tell. Surprisingly, yeah, yeah. Um, the the record the record might be might be flawed. I I, I could have sworn that we'd had, but. Maybe maybe we've done like variations of an old fashioned. Well, there's so many different ways you can slightly alter them. So this one sure. uh, I'm going to read here, you know, is not necessarily the way to make it. But uh, so you're going to have two ounces of bourbon or rye whiskey, two dashes of Angostura bitters, a quarter ounce uh, of two to one rich simple syrup um, or a sugar cube, uh, and an orange peel. Uh, in an old-fashioned glass, add the syrup, bitters, and orange peel. Use a muddler to gently press the orange peel to release the oils. Add whiskey and stir. Uh, add ice and stir again. Um, yeah, I mean, when I make these, uh, I use a sugar cube, and I do more like five or six dashes of bitters just because I like it that way. Um, yeah. But, uh, you know, I know that a lot of people like the simple syrup because there's no, you know, you don't get the granules of sugar um, yeah. or the potential for that. Yeah, Isn't there supposed to be a cherry in an old-fashioned? Uh, yeah, I mean, and that's like another variation that I, f I, I, we, I do not have a cherry with me, so mine will be an orange peel mm -hmm. old-fashioned. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, legit legit modification. It's one of my favorite drinks. I was just like, where's the cherry? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. well, it's true. I mean, uh, same with uh, Manhattan. I mean, cherry in a Manhattan or an orange peel in a Manhattan. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Depends on your politics, I guess. I suppose it does. <laughs> well, Chris, I was scratching my head for a, a drink for you uh, for getting healthy. Mm -hmm. And then I went on the Reddit cocktails sub and uh, user slap that base 84 <laughs> just just posted. <laughs> it, it works every time. It's always fun. <laughs> every username is great. Yeah. <laughs> um, we should just do a, a comedy podcast of reading people's usernames on Reddit. <laughs> totally. Um, uh, so the ginger bunny is an ounce and a half of silver rum, one ounce of carrot juice, three quarter ounces of lemon juice, and three quarter ounces of cinnamon syrup. So you'll shake those ingredients and strain them over ice in a rocks glass and then top up with ginger beer. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, and, sounds uh, healthy. You can garnish maybe with a carrot cut to look like a bunny. <laughs> well, it's Aww. funny. It's, I don't know how you do it, Ben, but every so many weeks you you uncover different nicknames of mine. And uh, I just happen to be known as the ginger bunny around here these days. So <laughs> it's perfect. Um, I, was, I was thinking that it would be really fun to hear your dad pronounced ginger bunny oh do you mean a ginger bunny <laughs> um i uh made some cinnamon syrup today so i think i keep promising that i'll post the recipes of the syrups that i've been making and i don't think i follow through on those promises so i will do that it's very simple yeah uh, this is a very easy one to do um and with the ginger beer i bought a ginger beer syrup where you have to add it to uh seltzer water so Wow, uh, fancy schmancy. Yeah, this stuff, and I got extra fiery, so I hope it doesn't, like, because I really like hot ginger beer. How, how would your dad Ooh. say that? Uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> let's just give it a rest for now. <laughs> uh, uh, leaving me hanging. All right, well, let's go make these drinks. All right, let's do it. Cheers. 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 I'm a little bit jealous of Julius. <laughs> Ooh, that is interesting. Interesting good? Or... Yeah, totally interesting good. <laughs> well, I, when I saw you make it, I was like, that is an interesting like combination of flavors. I don't know what that's going to taste like, but it is really good. Um, it's the first time I've ever bought a Montiato, which I mostly know from uh, the Edgar Allan Poe cask of a Montiato <laughs> story. 
Uh, I believe that's the one where the guy gets uh, bricked into a oh bricked into a, a, a grave while he is alive. Yikes! Um, creepy, creepy story. That's creepy. But um, yeah. But what I, a tasty drink. Yeah. The uh, <laughs> the grocery store near my uh, place in Tacoma randomly has an awesome sherry selection. <laughs> and I wow. was like, "Do you guys carry Amontillado?" And he was like, "Yeah, absolutely." Oh, and you man. have pomegranate drinking vinegar in here too. This is yeah. It's quite decadent. Pomegranate drinking vinegar. I'm not gonna lie. Wow. Yeah, it's a thing. I think that I my very imperfect understanding is that shrubs and drinking vinegars are similar enough that you can use them interchangeably. Hmm. So that's what I've done here. But uh, I didn't have time to make a mixed berry uh, shrub. Well, well I accept your s- substitution. I don't. I, I think it's time. You got to make time. Ben to make a mixed berry. <laughs> Chris is pissed. Chris, Chris is so pissed. No, not accept. No, I don't care how how many films you're making. So yeah, this this drink over here on this end is a bit sweet, but not too. Oh su- yeah, it's not too sweet because it's got carrot juice in it, right? So that's kind of sweet as well. And then this the uh, the syrup that's in here. Oh, interesting. But, but uh, yeah. It sounded like carrot cake in a glass when you described it. Yeah, the cinnamon and uh, what else? Uh, the ginger beer. Yeah, it's uh, it's <laughs> it does. Yeah. It borders. It's definitely bordering on a health beverage. Uh, minus, you could, you could put a dollop of uh, cream cheese frosting on. Top. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do like a creamy drink. Uh, I do like a creamy drink, but um, yeah, it's a uh, this this is a definite must try. Uh, I would I would say as long as you're not too averse to carrot. Juice. Oh wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, did you juice the carrot yourself, or did you like go go buy carrot juice? I wasn't I wasn't sure how how you might would uh, handle that one because I wasn't sure how I would have handled it. Either. I, I uh, had I had a juicer here, uh, I would have done it myself, but I don't. So I ended up just buying. It's a hundred percent pure. There's no additives or anything. So it's like somebody did it for me, basically. But uh, uh, nice. Yeah, it's uh, it's. Uh, yeah, it's a I have not joined Generation Juice either. Um, yeah, neither, I always think heard. about it, but but then you hear that it's just taking the sugars out of the thing and giving you none of the vitamins. So well, I, I mean, you know, it's all about the. I, I think go back and forth. It's all about the pulp control, I believe. You know, you want some of that pulp. Mm. You don't want just pure juice. Is my understanding yeah, the roughage? Yeah. Well, tell us about your the health kick. What's the plan? Are you going to uh, stop eating carbs or glutens or something? I don't. Or? I don't think. Uh, I mean, I know myself, and stopping cold turkey anything generally doesn't work. So I think more than that, yeah. it's uh, um, just introducing. I mean, cutting back on certain things like you know, I've been having because of the nature of the, like the the job I have at the moment, like the bar work. I'm working late nights, and even if I only yeah. work a couple of nights a week. Uh, like two or three nights a week, it affects the rest of my week. It sets me back because I'm not in a natural sleeping yeah. pattern. So, like, I really believe that's the that's the beginning of where things have gone wrong. It's like you know, back in November when I started this job, uh, you know, my like I say, this, my sleep patterns were all over the place, and they still are. So, um, like when I was, you're like constantly jet lagged. Exactly right. So when I was on the West Coast for those six days, I slept like I did not stop from sun up till sundown. And then I, when I slept, I slept like a log. I slept so well; <laughs> it, it was just phenomenal. So I think that's part of the that's part of the key, you know, or that's the key is the sleep. Yeah. And then from there, because you know they say lack of sleep leads to like weight gain. This isn't necessarily for weight reasons. It's more for like my brain feels fat, you know what I mean? <laughs> so that's a that's such a good way of putting it. Yeah, it's just I uh, 
I've been thinking about whipping myself into a little bit better of shape uh, in uh, anticipation of my impending nuptials. Yeah. You got the most important summer body ahead, right? Got to get those six pack because I'm getting married in, in a like a tuxedo jacket, but then just ripped shredded chest and abs uh, you know i thought you were gonna sure. say when when is this happening <laughs> uh in uh july i thought you were gonna say you're july. getting july. you're getting married in a tuxedo jacket and ripped short <laughs> that's what i thought you were gonna say i was like that is hilarious that's so like Daisy yeah. Dukes. yeah yeah the pockets hanging out that's so unben but uh <laughs> yeah i feel like i could pull that off mm-hmm. i mean yeah, sure. You know, I might have to get like a puka shell necklace to tie the whole look together. But... <laughs> <laughs> totally. uh, you know, I was looking forward to the, I was yeah, looking forward to the wedding before, but now I'm really looking forward to the wedding. <laughs> yeah, Rachel went from looking forward to not looking <laughs> forward <laughs> in, in the last few moments of this show. Yeah, uh, did she listen to this show? <laughs> uh, she does occasionally. I feel like lately. She would be like pretty displeased with oh. <laughs> if she was here. You mean you don't like voice the show upon her? No, I think that maybe it's healthy if she doesn't somehow. Not sure. Uh, I did. I did like make some kind of ribald jokes, somewhat at her expense last week that I kind of uh, regret. But um, murky waters, my friend. Be careful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. I think it's the, the end of this. Toronto winter has really kicked my ass and we kind of, you know, got a little deeper into hibernation here. And that's, mm. you know, it's all these things are are kind of coming together and, and making me just feel like a lump on a log, you know? So <laughs> uh, it's time to shake it off, you know? Yeah. yeah. Well, that's good, man. Here's to, here's to turning over a new yeah, leaf. I'll cheers. to that. Cheers. cheers. Ooh, good, good clink on that. That was the bottom of the glass, was it? It sounded like the bottoms. Bottom. Yeah, it that's, totally that's the bottom key. of the glass. That's yeah. where all the that's resonance all the, is. The that's uh, is. I have to say, this drink is like the more I drink it, the more I think about like how how I should describe it because I didn't really do a good job. But um, it's like it's rich, hmm. you know. Like it, it. I think it's the sherry, maybe because I maybe. don't you normally drink sherry, and there's just like a taste to that with the vinegar that just tastes like indulgent. Mm. Well, feel free to say no, but I would love to trade sips with you, Julie. No, you totally should taste this. Okay. You have to taste this. <laughs> hard, 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 to, uh, hard to watch somebody drink a drink as curious as this. <laughs> I know, and you made it, so it's only fair. It's only fair. Oh, wow. That is rich. Right? That's a, that's a, that is a full glass of drink. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm going to drink this really slowly, because otherwise I'm going to get myself into rubble. <laughs> well, tell us about, uh, I mean, changing the name of your show has, has got to have been kind of bittersweet in some ways, right? Because you started of. Destination DIY and got... Destination well, DIY popular. Little known fact, it actually started under a different name. Whoa. Um, so we started it. Uh, we started it on a community radio station, and it was called DIY Portland. So it was a very local, you know, thing. Sure. And there was a comma in there, which I thought was so clever because it was like it was a command. It was like DIY Portland, <laughs> but then it was also like a destination. It sure. was like Portland, comma Oregon. But uh-huh. people would write up the show, and they would forget the comma, and it drove oh. me nuts. Oh yeah. And so I would like I would be in the comments on a blog, be like, "Thank you so much for writing about my show," but like, there's a comma. <laughs> um, <laughs> and <laughs> so I had to I had to do away with that, and we also you know it it now has a more national focus, and we buy work from freelance producers around the country, and so I rebranded it under Destination DIY, and I have to say I did not think too hard about that name. Sure, it was always the name of the website because DIY Portland was taken, <laughs> and so our website was just called Destination DIY, and um, there's a lot of syllables in it. Yeah, and um, you know throughout the time that it had that name. 
uh, or actually both names, people would assume that it was something that it is not. Huh. And they would assume that it was about crafts mm-hmm. and home improvement. Mm-hmm. Oh, like like uh, we're going to teach you how to yeah. make a construction paper place setting for your party guests. Which, if you think about it, how in the world would that work <laughs> on the radio? <laughs> but that is what people thought. And they thought that it was like a Martha Stewart, Bob Vila thing, which it totally isn't. And my reaction to that was like, we're subverting people's expectations because we're taking this like punk view of DIY <laughs> and we're like expanding it, you know, and it's like, no, nobody got it. You know, like you're just, you're just asking too did, much of people, Julie. Like you're just going off in a different Did you direction. get, did you right. get people writing in saying, well, I didn't, uh, I didn't hear any doily, uh, you know, construction uh, instructions or whatever. Like, I mean. Well, no, people. So here's, here's why we really started, decided to change the name. So I had been fighting that uphill battle for um, I, I, many years uh, and um, since the show had that name. And so. Yeah. Um, it's it's kind of actually incredible to me and sort of embarrassing that I never considered changing the name before. Yeah. But um, what prompted it was Maximum Fun, our podcast network, did a listener survey for us. And this is something that I had always wanted to do and actually had tried to do like a survey monkey thing. But yeah. I just didn't have the uh, the capacity right. to do it. We've we've been kind of scratching our heads about a few questions we have about our show lately. And, and it's, it's hard to it's do. It's hard to do. It's and totally so hard it's to hard do. to find the people and then it's hard to craft the question. So uh, so they worked with us. This was um, they have this new thing called the Maximum Fun Listener Panel. It's a self-selected group of people. Um, and because our Bunch show... Bunch of busy parties. <laughs> totally. No, they're great. They're, they're really great. Um, people with opinions. Um, and and they, uh, they definitely... Um, oh, they offered it to us first. So when I heard this was happening on uh, the Maximum Fun Facebook group, I was like, I love this idea. This is great. And then, you know, they emailed me and said, do you want to be the first show to do it? And I was like, yes, absolutely. So... We picked the episodes that they listened to, um, which was uh, Voom with Vom, which is still one of my very favorite episodes of the <laughs> show. It's one of, in the Inventor series about a guy who invented uh, ski bindings. Um, and uh, and a totally off-the-wall episode that we did over the summer about um, relationships as a DIY project. Wow. <laughs> because, you know, we're stretching the definition. Sure. Um, and, uh, and they were really different intentionally. And then we wrote the questions, basically. And a lot of them were multiple choice. It was like, is the show like too long, too short, just right? Is the host like relatable, not relatable, terrible, horrible, great? You know, um, they pretty much liked me. Those are scary um, questions. But, yeah. uh, wow. <laughs> I don't remember what the adjectives were, but it was like, you know, on a scale. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and then we had these very open-ended questions that were like, what do you like about the show? How would you describe the show to someone who's never heard it? And what would you change about huh. the show? And fully, like, two-thirds of the people said, change the name. Really? Wow. I thought this show was going to be about how to make some crap for your Etsy store. I never would have listened to it, but I really enjoyed it. Right. So they were basically saying to us, like, we are your audience, and your name is a barrier wow. between us and listening to your That's show. That's the most valuable thing you could have taken away from that, I guess. It Well, you know, they sent it to me. Um, it was Colin, uh, who works with Maximum Fun, and um, he sent oh, me the... Colin Anderson, mm-hmm. one of the best. Yeah, he's Colin terrific. Anderson. So Colin's... Colin I owe that Anderson, guy a beer. Shout out. <laughs> um, so Colin sent me this uh, feedback in an email, and he said, um, you know, before I had a chance to sort of look at it, he was synthesizing, it, and he was like, you know, you might want to think about changing the name. That was a big thing that people, you know, uh, had feedback about. And I was like, whoa, buddy, like, whoa. <laughs> uh, we have spent a lot of time branding ourselves. Like, we have stickers and T-shirts and shit. Like, don't, you know, I was kind of like, I don't know mm-hmm. about that. Yeah. Well, and then, like, it's, I, it's I sat there and I read through... Yeah, you just get precious with things. Like, Yeah, you do. You it's get your attached. baby. You get attached. But, but I, you know, I sat there and I read through each of like all the comments from like 200 people 
And it was humbling because it was yeah. like, change the name, change the name over and over. And most people said things like what I described where it was like, I thought it was this, but I was pleasantly surprised that it was that. Yeah. Um, but a couple people, and I had actually never considered this, and this is kind of what you were getting mm -hmm. at, Chris. We, they were like, I wanted this to be about home improvement. Yeah. And I was bitterly <laughs> disappointed that it was that's, not. Yeah, that's, that's, I was just curious because, you know, people love to complain and they think they know what they're getting into. And then when they don't, they, they're not shy about telling you how they feel, you know. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Didn't, didn't tell me what uh, what gauge of lumber to buy at Home Depot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, so then it was just like, okay, like, let's do this. And it was swift and decisive because I wanted to do it by the time the February episode came out because I knew we were doing this collaboration with 99% Invisible. And right. I was like, what a great opportunity to get the new name yeah, out there. Really. Yeah. I'm well, kind of, I can't wow. believe we did it. It's funny because like, I mean, like thinking about like, like I thought of, I, I, uh, first heard of your show as destination DIY and uh, and listening to the uh, PDX carpet story I was like what does this have to do with doing it yourself and then uh, you know like and then I had to remind myself and and I think that like rendered is such a perfect name for mm -hmm. for what it is you know thanks yeah I'm, I'm pleased with it because it it doesn't box mm -hmm. us in I think rendered has so many different associations yeah. and it's a way for us to say making without using the mm -hmm. word make, which right. I think would box us in in the same way that yeah, DIY it's, does. It's like a buzzword that has... Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, we're still like, the show is very much, you know, it has the same, you know, punk DIY ethos. Sure. But, um, you know, and, and what, what was intriguing to me about the PDX carpet story is that it was this sort of organic thing that people did yeah. themselves. And, and if the airport like, had like... Tone deaf airport, never heard yeah. about it until... And if the airport had like tried to do that, if they had tried to make people right. love yeah. the carpet and done some like hokey, you know... <laughs> social media campaign in the way that like large institutions try to do sometimes it would not have gone over I, I, very yeah. well i have to I say think. like the uh the guy that started making socks i thought man that is a perfect sock pattern i have to get a pair of those socks yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> those would look great on you chris uh I'm, well i'm not planning on going by the airport but i'll be in portland one more time before my trip is over so i'll see if i can turn oh sweet oh yeah they have them outside the airport as well i mean they sell them in stores oh wow nice uh, ben, tell us about uh, your uh, temporary cable fix. Yeah, well, so when I travel for work, which uh, has uh, changed form a lot in the last year, but, you know, I'm, I'm always getting put up in a hotel room for two or three nights here and there, and I always just, like, watch the trashiest cable reality shows I can <laughs> find. Like, if, if it's got wars in the name, I'm <laughs> yeah. in pretty much. And... uh it's just like, it's like, it's literally like travel is so traumatic that if I have two and a half hours before I pass out at the end of a, a, a day, like I don't, I don't want to be challenged at all. Yeah. <laughs> and and so like watching people like, like jockey for parking spots on <laughs> Parking Wars Philadelphia <laughs> is like, is right up my alley oh, man. in that scenario. And, and like, I, fi I, I find that I have no ability to watch cable television outside of that so like i'm living in this house for a month i have like prolonged protracted exposure to this to, to this thing and like my producers yeah. are going nuts because i come home and i turn on like cops and they're like jesus are we serious <laughs> <laughs> and uh julie, julie let let me ask you mm -hmm. real quick, Julie. Do, how do you feel about reality television? Well, I just feel left out because I don't. I don't have cable. 
Um, and I and I have okay. never ever seen like a Kim Kardashian like anything. I just know that she exists because like I, yeah. I yeah. live in America, and um, and <laughs> yeah. so I feel yeah. a little bit like you've uh, been on the internet, <laughs> right? I have been there on the internet, and um, and so I. I guess I sort of feel like an outsider in a way, which is not a bad thing necessarily, but I, I, I want to be no. careful to say that I'm not judging because I do have Hulu and Netflix yeah. and Amazon and all the things. But so, I think that it's like really different when you're like, when you're going into it and looking for something like, like I've never used Hulu to watch a trashy reality like i would never i would never watch storage wars on hulu <laughs> even you know even though it's on, I watch it right. it's on right it's like it's it's the thing you put on and then you like walk around in your underpants and like get a soda water out of the fridge and you know it, it like you don't really need to be paying any attention but it's yeah. i feel like it is like it does like turn your brain off and and it felt a little like uh, radioactive to me to be around it as as much uh, as i have been <laughs> I have to. I have to agree. Like that's a very good uh, way of phrasing it, Julia. Is uh, feeling left out. I mean, I am also mystified, <laughs> and I'm not judging either. I'm not judging either, only because, like, Lord knows, I do enough like time wasting things. But I seriously cannot. Like, I've got so many good friends that that watch reality television in all kinds of different shows, whether it's like Bachelor uh, <laughs> or uh, um, oh, what's the RuPaul one? Drag Race. Drag race and uh, yeah, it just I I just I cannot wrap my head around reality television like almost in any form, and I never really I mean since the beginning of reality television like Big Brother and um, uh, Survivor and things like that. I mean I kind of like oh okay I think I understand that I don't I, it's, this isn't for yeah. me and it's know? incredibly contrived. I mean it's it's a it's an ironic name reality television. Yeah you know? yeah and and um, yeah. I, one of my cousins works on or has worked in reality television and just hearing his stories from behind the scenes about things that were staged and I won't name the shows or anything, but right. it was like, yeah. well, of course, you know, it's on the one hand, not surprising. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But Anytime on the other you hand, see you're behind like, the curtain on that. It's like, yeah. it's like, it's insane that, that they actually get away with presenting like, but I also just am like, I mean, I'm a journalist and, and I am sometimes mystified by like why anyone would ever talk to a journalist. And <laughs> I'm, I feel the same way yeah. about reality television. Like, why would you ever open yourself up to that? Right. Um, you know, I just yeah. don't understand it. Yeah. I think that um, uh, one of my kind of like personal rules since I first saw a reality TV set in action was like like do not be tempted by that monster at all because you know there's there's some i think there's some appeal to uh, the conceited among us myself being one <laughs> uh but like you you uh, surrender you're, you're you're playing a character but you have no control over what that character is and that character has the same name as you yeah. so it becomes right. you yeah. Yeah. which is like a crazy thing to like the, the crazy compromise to make to to become famous, but well, it's, that's it's, what, yeah, I would argue that I would argue that even when you do have complete control, like you know, um, you people form an idea of who you are. Like they fill in the blanks. I mean, you know, using this show as an example. I mean, I don't like no one's done this. I'm just <laughs> saying that we'll talk from we'll talk from week yeah. to week. You know, and then people, you know, just have an idea because we describe our surroundings or whatever, you know. Mm -hmm. So people, I mean, even when, yeah, so like you, when you do have control, that that happens. But I mean, it's so terrifying for one, like to think that, 
you know, you can be sold, like packaged and sold as something that has your name and, you know, yeah. and not your likeness. Well, it was blowing my mind. I was watching uh, Storage Wars uh, last night, and one of the characters is uh, is the dumb guy on the show. Mm -hmm. like he plays the dumb guy that uh, doesn't, you know, like he, he doesn't know idioms and he, like, makes jokes where the, like, the punchline is not, is, like, at his own expense mm -hmm. and... Clearly, like he did that once or twice early on, and they like they were like, yeah, yeah, do more of that, and and so they like write jokes for him, like mm. they cl clearly written jokes, and yeah, and he has he has like built a cult of dumb personality around himself now, which is oh, like so such a frightening. But I just don't like. I think it's 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 so gothic, you know. There, you know, there are <laughs> yeah. legions of wrestling fans out there, like grown men, and I, 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 you know, again, I'm trying my best not to judge. It's just that. It's, you know, everyone at this point knows that it's fake. It's it's almost... You're as, judging. Come on. Yeah, I know. But it's almost <laughs> the same thing. It's like, you know, everybody knows that these things are scripted reality. So you just kind of, uh, you know, suspend your disbelief, I guess. Like, it's it's almost the same, you know, yeah. in, 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 like they're dressed, though. You know, there's less flesh involved, at least for most of them. But, uh, yeah. yeah, you know. I feel like, you know, I, I think that, again, and this is, this is totally going to sound judgy because it kind of is, but I think... There's so many uh, great scripted television shows out there right now. Sure. Mm -hmm. So many, many great series. Yeah. Too many so because many... everybody is always like, what? You don't watch. Yeah, exactly. You don't exactly. watch uh, House of Cards. And I'm like, eh, I'll get to it eventually. I don't have eventually. time. To... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? And like, and, uh, and there, and there are so many great podcasts out there yeah. Yeah. that I just feel like I don't, I don't have time for like, no. you know, for, I do have my guilty pleasures. My, one of my guilty pleasures I will admit right now is a uh, law and order. Um, I will watch Law and Order mm -hmm. anytime, anywhere, like I, if it's on, you know, <laughs> and um, and if I like come across an episode on Hulu that I haven't seen, like I will watch it. It's exciting, <laughs> always exciting. Um, it's like a warm fuzzy blanket. Like, uh -huh. dun dun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that um, I think maybe this is like an artifact of of history, but I feel like the past seems like it was easier to keep up. Like, uh, well, but I think that's true. I, when there were three television networks, yeah, yeah. and there's, or, there's or a lot even less like, happening. Yeah, like I, I read the audio autobiography of Benjamin Franklin recently, and there's all this stuff at the beginning where when he's like really young, he's like eighteen or nineteen, and he's like moving from Boston to Philadelphia, and like the governor of New York, as he's passing through, will like like invite him over to dinner because he's heard he's read a great many books. <laughs> yeah. I was like, That's wow. Cool. Like, I've heard you've read uh, several books. I would love to talk to you about this. Yeah, well, like, I think like you have these, like in that, in that time period and, and, you know, even more recent time periods, like you had this sort of shared experience of yeah. like whatever was on television, everybody was watching that thing. Yeah. And, and now know, there's like nothing I can relate to anybody at the water cooler about. However, I feel like reality television in a way fills that void yeah, because sure. even yeah. though I don't know exactly what Storage Wars is, I've heard of it. <laughs> and and so have you, Chris, yeah, right? Yeah, and, yeah. and I know kind of the basic premise of like those sorts of competitive reality shows and makeover reality shows. And so I feel like, you know, in a way, and I'm not sure this is a good thing, um, reality television is kind of that common yeah. denominator. Well, I think uh, the way I would describe Storage Wars is it's it's uh, if the 
producers of Antiques Roadshow drank tons of Mountain Dew. <laughs> okay. And their sperm count was low? Yeah. Like, like it's, it's definitely like, what's this weird old thing? I'm going to take it to somebody who knows. And then you like find out what a weird old thing is worth. Yeah. And, God, I, I, that's one that I will pause on if ever I'm somewhere that has cable. I'll you know, be flicking through and it's like, oh, let's just see what they, let's see what's in this locker. Like, I'll just stop for a minute to see what they're bidding <laughs> on. And, and it is, you know, it just gets me every time. Like the <laughs> shitty, shitty, like the way they tease you with what's in the locker for like, yeah, you know, and then five they cut to, station cut to commercial yeah. right before they show you what anything Totally. Is. Like every yeah. reality show, it's the same formula. And it's like literally <laughs> 10 minutes of television stretched into 22. Uh, and it, it just does my head in, you know, really does. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're very allergic to that oh, type of thing. Yeah. Right? Yep. <laughs> This is why we can never have the, uh, what's this bottle of booze worth? Yeah. Uh, let's drink about it reality show. <laughs> <laughs> Bummer. Uh, ben, do we have a uh, listener request this week? As with most weeks, we do. Yeah. Uh, we got one from at mmiller1 on uh, Twitter. Uh he says, uh, going to Boston this weekend to help my friend move. Uh, any after-move cocktail recommendations? Which um, Oh, again. Which that's... his friend will be buying, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think there's 24 of them in a case. I know yeah. that kind of um, defeats the purpose of this show. So uh, your drink for uh, post-move post cocktail is a Moscow Mule. Ooh, good both one. because mm-hmm. it's super refreshing and also because you've been muling your your friend's bookcases yeah. all over hither and yon. <laughs> um, so, so you're going to juice half a lime into a glass with ice uh, along with uh, two ounces of vodka and four to six ounces of ginger beer. So you'll, um, you'll put all that in a glass and give it a stir. And the uh, most official possible way to do a Moscow Mule is there's like a special... I think bronze mug it's that copper. they're served in a uh, copper, um, and uh, you like crush up the ice like like you would a uh, a tiki drink or a mint julep. But this you can do in a Collins glass because usually when you're moving, there's uh, always like a struggle to find the right. Uh, <laughs> the copper cups are all yeah. The, the copper box, cup obviously. yeah. Well, you know, you know what? They're you're, if you're they're like... in one of the seven misc boxes. But if your friend's looking yeah. for a uh, housewarming gift, take four copper mugs over. There you go. Oh, yeah. Um, as if helping them move wasn't <laughs> gift enough. Yeah, seriously. Um, true, true. <laughs> he should be giving you well, it's true. proper mugs. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, like, I think uh, I, I think that, like, the idea here is get get this as cold as possible, which you're going to really appreciate in uh, in Boston right now, you know, just a really, really cold <laughs> drink. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah, that's the Moscow Mule. And I was that's another one that I was a little bit surprised when I searched our website that we hadn't done yeah. yet. Yeah, I really hope our search is thorough because uh, maybe we've made both. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, don't write in. Don't write d- in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Julie, how do people find you on the internet? Oh, I'm so glad you asked. Uh, let's see. So many ways. I'm DIY Girl on Twitter. Although, as we were talking about earlier, uh, I am thinking about changing that name. So suggestions are welcome um 
And you can always find the show at Rendered Radio. That's our Twitter handle and our okay. website and our Facebook. And just conveniently, all of our things. Instagram, Rendered Radio. MaximumFun.org slash donate. Yeah. Maximum that's, Fun's, yes. That's one of them. That's uh, one of them. And uh, and yeah, so the Max Fun Drive is going on this week. And um, you probably, uh, if you listen to this show, listen to plenty of Maximum Fun shows. So go on there and, you know, you can support all the shows at once yeah. with your donation. It's really cool. Yeah, don't be a dope. Don't help, be a uh, dope. Help, help rendered radio. <laughs> keep keep making great stuff. Um, you know, I really quickly wanted to say uh, last week. Uh, well, at least I can only speak for myself, but I was so flustered. It was our one year anniversary, and we had a bit of a nightmare scenario, and uh, uh, we didn't properly get to thank everybody for uh, joining us this past year. Um, so thanks yeah. everybody for for a good point. participating and contributing, and uh, it's been a lot of fun. And uh, yeah. also, I need to thank everybody that's sort of helped me—not sort of—that has helped me uh, on this end of things, um, you know, to make the show. So uh, to Scott Anderson, to James Black, to uh, Graham Walsh, thank you very much for your support and your help. And indeed, uh, yeah, look forward to the year ahead. Yeah. Um, Congratulations, you guys. Thank you yeah. very much. Well, you can follow us on Twitter at DrinkAboutIt, and you can follow Chris on Twitter at ChrisBChicken. And Benjamin at, uh, at Benjamin R A H R. And uh, go to our website, letsdrinkabout.it, where you'll ha- find the recipes from today's show and all of our past shows, and uh, link to at DIY girl on Twitter uh. <laughs> and hopefully to our, our new episode I'm, I'm I just have to put in a, a plug here because yeah, I'm absolutely. super excited about it it's all about choose your own adventure oh yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sitting here looking at a stack of oh my god choose your own adventure so books jealous. Yeah, this has been my this research for the so past jealous. like few weeks and I, it's been I've, so much fun those, I've been like I've been wanting to just push the mic out of my way and go read one of these books. those books <laughs> I know you're... I mean I don't they just those were like probably the first uh, books that I ever read that really really blew my mind you know like this you know i I mean i think a lot of kids can say that but uh yeah wow i can't wait to hear this episode thanks yeah we actually talked to the guy who wrote the very first adventure book so tune in um i was i man i I think like definitely a career i considered as a as a child was (laughs) writer of do your own adventures (laughs) (laughs) totally totally um well, uh, yeah, thanks again for uh, being on the show, Julie. Thanks, Julie. Thanks uh, for having me. Thank you so yeah, much. this was a lot of fun. Um, it was fun. We will be back at you next week with more life events and more drinks that go perfectly with them. Don't choke on your Ready rum and potato. coke. Oh, same uh, time. All right. Uh, perfect. Perfect. Let's <laughs> leave it that way. Let's leave it that way. Let's do it. I feel like I talked too long about my thing because I wasn't no, sure what we were doing. No, you did not talk too long. Are you sure? No. Okay, we don't want to redo that. Yeah, okay. we'll talk. We'll talk more about it. Yeah. Okay. You're going to talk another twenty minutes. About it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh,